Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey love, welcome to the Selfish Bay Podcast, aka Selfish Talk, hosted by me, Olenike O.C. Selfish Babe is a personal development and women's lifestyle brand dedicated to women learning how to selfishly and authentically love themselves. On this podcast, expect to have your mind expanded, curse words said, and to gain a new perspective about who the fuck you are. Let's get into it. The Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast is sponsored by my company, Goddess Detox. Goddess Detox is a holistic wellness company dedicated to providing women with self-love-inspired products to physically, spiritually, and emotionally detox. If you are a woman wanting to detox her ex, detox negative emotions, as well as to get more in tune with yourself and your vagina, check out our Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, as well as our Queen's Theme and Queen's Throne Combo, which is the in-home vaginal steam set for your convenience. You can find out more information on our products at goddessdetox.org, as well as follow at goddessdetox on Instagram. Tell them Olenike Osi sent you. girl OC here bringing you another selfish babe selfish talk podcast and if you are watching on selfish talk tv it is your girl and i just wanted to bring you another selfish talk podcast and today i have the lovely sepson aki and you all may know her as chef aki and today we're going to be talking about plant medicine and the all you need to know about it my personal experience as well as what sepson aki does in that whole wellness industry. But as you ladies know, before I even get into the actual meat of the podcast, whenever I bring on a guest, I like them to talk about their past experiences, past traumatic experiences, or a past obstacle that they may have faced so that we can see that even though we go through certain things, we don't have to stay there. And so Sepsinaki, if you don't mind introducing yourself as well as talking about a past obstacle. Awesome. Well, firstly, let me say I am really honored to be here with you, Olenike. Thank you. Um, you've been doing some incredible work. Thank you. And uh, yeah, really happy to be here. Um, I love this sister here and all <laughs> the beautiful work that she's doing. Um, as she said, people know me as Chef Aki um, because of the work that I have done for the last eight years in the health and wellness field, starting with preparing foods mostly for celebrities. So um, I'm a celebrity chef. Um, by trade, but I have expanded my brand, GoChefAki.com, over the last six years into now a whole lot of motivational speaking, classes. Um, I've got some phenomenal interns who are phenomenal chefs, and uh, they do meal prep services and all these different things, but my motto has been, I cook to cure. Okay, so uh, my work was inspired by the late Dr. Sebi. Uh, so lots of people who follow me is because they love Savi. You yeah. know, he's got a tribe. Yeah. And so they have really embraced me as tribe as well. And um, together we um, promote health and wellness through electric foods, alkaline foods, non-hybrid foods, indigenous foods. Yeah. So in studying indigenous foods over the years, it's really led me not only to get into distributing herbs um, from... Um, different indigenous peoples, but also into studying herbs in general for all different levels of wellness. I want to pause you real quick, just for the selfish babe listening, what is indigenous? So, so, I mean, you know, indigenous just means that it is original to the land. Okay. okay? So it just means that this is something in this case, we're talking about plants, you know, plants that are indigenous to the land. They are original to the land. They have not been manipulated or modified. And now, what would you like to say that you primarily do or want to do? So, 
Um, that's a good question. Um, so I'm, I'm currently doing a lot of speaking engagements because I released a couple books back in 2016. Mm -hmm. So a lot of book touring, a lot of television shows, speaking engagements, um, and teaching, yeah. which is my favorite thing to do is to teach. Yeah. But in the future, I am looking to expanding uh, the current conversation about plant-based foods yeah. and herbs into um, teaching more so about indigenous herbs for the mind, body, and soul and spirit. Yeah. So one thing that Sepsama Kijana mentions that she has a beautiful voice and um, her voice is very healing. And I just, this literally just popped up into my mind. <laughs> um, I was at her retreat. And we were in a sweat lodge, and then she started singing, and I started crying, and I was like, "Why am I crying?" <laughs> and um, it was her voice, and so um, if you're watching, that? twenty, I don't even 20, know, twenty seventeen, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, twenty sixteen, because I've only okay. been here almost two years. Yeah, so yeah, I would yeah. say yes, the first year you were here. Yes, yes. And um, at the end of this, if you're watching on Selfish Talk TV, you'll see it. If you're listening to the podcast, you'll hear her voice. And if you happen to cry, like literally DM me and let me know. DM her and let her know. Like literally, I want to know if you felt some type of emotion come up after hearing her voice. Um, because it's very powerful. It's very healing. And it's going to all come together at the end of this. Um, but now I want to talk about what's one traumatic experience that you may have experienced um, that brought you closer to self-love. Oh, my. Let's see. Um I would have to say, I mean, like any of you, I've been through many things in my life, but one of the most traumatic experiences that I've gone through, I would have to say, was um, the birth of my son. Hmm. Uh, in giving birth to my son, I had this whole plan. You know, I waited till I was 36, yeah. and I waited all this time to finally uh, give birth because yeah. I wanted to create this perfect scenario. And in my case, once my water broke, um, which everything was on time. They didn't say it was break, it broke. Yeah. My mother flew in the night before. It was like, bam, perfection. <laughs> and then it was like, yes, everybody, get the underwater glow lights, get the cameras, get the photographer over, get the midwives, get the doulas, get the crew, you know. And then everything was so perfect. Get the water tub ready. I'm going to have this at-home natural birth. Yeah. And <laughs> three days later, wow. there was no baby. Wow. Three days later, I was still at home. Three days later, I never felt any pressure. Three days later, I never felt the, the push, the urge to push. But your water broke. But my water oh, broke. Okay. And baby was definitely coming. Yeah. But I didn't understand what was happening or if something was wrong with me, something was wrong with him. Yeah. And my plan quickly turned into a, my worst nightmare. Literally, I had a nightmare that yeah. I ended up in the hospital. Yeah. Okay. So everyone knew this was my worst nightmare. Yeah. So everyone tried, to, hospital everyone tried to keep me from going yeah. because they knew this. But in this case, it, I needed to go. Yeah. So at the last minute, you know, by this time I was, my pain was through the roof. And sure enough, I mean, I got in the car. I don't think it was gas in the car. No one knew what hospital to go to. Nobody had directions. Like, I was on my phone getting directions, like, <laughs> while in labor. Wow. I'm upside down, kicking the roof. It was so traumatic for me. Mm -hmm. And I had to, while sitting in that hospital, knowing that I'm about to now have to undergo a emergency cesarean yeah. that I, as a, as a new mom, wouldn't be able to feel that experience of giving birth that I had so coveted all these years, yeah. you know, was really hard for me. Yeah. And I had to, the, the trauma of it, I could literally feel months and months and months later. Mm -hmm. You know, anytime I would hear about someone giving birth, anytime I would you know, think about my birth. Oh, how did it go? Da, da, da. You know, all the trauma would just come back up for me. Anytime yeah. I would talk about it, it would be right there on the surface of my heart, yeah. you know? And so um, I'm grateful today that I, I had a healthy baby, you know, that I actually was able to just, you know, kind of get in, get out, get it over with, you know? Yeah. But I had an idea in my mind about how it should go. Yeah. So I had to do a whole whole lot of self-work and self-love to overcome the effort to to forgive myself because I actually was blaming myself hmm. I was thinking about what did I do 
that wasn't right yeah. that may have created a situation like this. Yeah. And it wasn't until I did more research to find that some women actually have these inverted hips. You know how they say you got mm-hmm. childbearing hips because yeah. your hips are open. You got nice hip. Yeah. You know, mine are inverted. Tom. And so it, my child has a huge hip and it may have very well been not that it was my fault or that I did anything wrong, yeah. but just sheer anatomy, yeah. you know? So I had to really work and say, this doesn't mean that the next time you can't have a um, a natural birth yeah. and you may never have a natural birth. And you also have to accept that and let that go, yeah. you know, and that no matter how you gave birth, it's still sacred. Yes. Your time with this baby coming to this world was still sacred. Yes. This is still a special child. This is still a sacred moment. You're still yeah. a mother. The end. Yeah. You know? I get so. that. But what did you do when you said you had to go deep down and do some deep, deep some health, healing and self-love work? I had to, I had to go through it. I had to talk about it to those who I love, to mm-hmm. other mothers. Mm-hmm. I talked about it to other mothers who had had similar circumstances. Yeah. Uh, so that was helpful. Just kind of talking through with other mothers. Um, doing the research so that I could make it make sense because I'm an intellect, you know, yeah. I've got to make it make scientific sense as to why this didn't work for me. Yeah. So I had to take some time and do the research to try to find uh, answers to make it make sense for me. Yeah. And then after that, I think I just, you know, honestly, I had to do medicine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're, we're going to just tell the truth, yeah. um, I had to, I had to do medicine. I had to go and sit with grandmother so that I could gain some of that wisdom of just accepting my life, accepting that my path, my divine path was for me. And that if it wasn't for this experience, that I wouldn't be able to feel the heart of the next woman who may have a similar Mm -hmm. experience. And so the day may come right around where I'm literally sitting in ceremony with someone who's had that exact experience and who needs my words right in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I needed that exact experience so that I could heal her from that circumstance. Mm -hmm. So going into medicine helped me see that. Mm -hmm. And I live and I actually ended up becoming a midwife to a woman who was giving birth to children that she had um, aborted while in ceremony, she was reliving it. And I had to hold her hand and she called my name in the middle of the night. So I know for a fact that this work, you know, that I had to do in, in dealing with grandmother, I had to sit and just get the wisdom that was beyond my own intellect, beyond what I thought that I could do for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Were you, were you sitting in medicine before this experience? Um, Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I had set, in, set with the medicine for about five years before this experience. Okay. Uh, and my, my child actually visited in ceremony and I um, was pregnant that weekend. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's a whole other story. We're going to talk about medicine in a quick second. But what was your inkling of like, I need to sit in ceremony. I need to sit with the plant. Because sometimes, you know, it's like, yeah, you were doing all these things. But then does it get to a point where like, this shit ain't working. I need something stronger. You know, did you get to that point? Like, what got you to that point? That's a great question. Um, So what got me to the point of actually even attempting the medicine, you know, some people say it'll find you. Yeah. And it's so true. Like when you're ready, it will find you because I actually was hearing about the medicine. I had a client who told me about the medicine. Mm -hmm. I totally ignored it because he told me, Oh, I felt like I was dying a thousand deaths and I don't ever want to do it again. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Right. And so I put it out of my mind, but I was curious. Yeah. And then, uh, as a matter of fact, someone I was working with at the time years ago, uh, was reading a school book to their daughter and the medicine mm-hmm. came up in the book. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, that's interesting. And we talked about it then. And she said, oh, I'm so scared of it. I said, yeah, me too. And we thought about it. We were both curious, yeah. but we put it out of our minds. Yeah. And then I got to a point in my life where I had <laughs> ended up taking my business partner to court. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, in my mind at the time, my story was that I was losing my business. I was losing the love of my life. I was losing a family that I had embraced. I was losing everything. And that I was in such a disarray in my life that I got a call from two of my close friends who invited me to ceremony. They kept emailing me actually, and I just kept deleting it, ignoring yeah. it. I was like, I can't deal with this right now. I'm going through something. Yeah. I can't deal with that. Yeah. And they, they, the, the shaman actually called my phone <laughs> and 
he said hello there you know instead of being like wanted you to come and stare at me i said listen i don't know who you are yeah. but i'm a raving bitch right now and i don't want to talk to you i don't want to talk to anyone yeah i'm not the kind of company you want around yeah and he said oh i must meet you now i love <laughs> your honesty oh i can't wait to meet you and I was like, this person has got to be half as crazy as I am right now. Yeah. And so I said, listen, they're up the street. I'm just going to go check it out. And sure enough, I get there and they say, there's no question here. We've already taken care of everything. You're coming to ceremony tomorrow night. I said, I've got court tomorrow. I have to face the person who's hurt me so deeply. Yeah. And I was so depressed and angry and hurt at the time. Honestly, Vanessa, I... I I felt like I could just die mm. and I wouldn't even care. If I go to the ceremony and I have medicine, if I die, I don't even care because yeah. I'm so down. Yeah. So it took me to have this low point to say, I'll drink. This mm. is why I'm here. Mm. Thank you for your honesty and sharing that. Now... I know all the selfish creators are asking, what the fuck is medicine? And I hate to sound so derogatory, <laughs> but what is it? Because we've been talking about it. What is medicine? <laughs> um, so, all right. Um, so, when we're talking about indigenous plants, how I like to preface it is that, you know, I've been teaching about herbal medicines and plants for years and how they can cure your diseases, how they can cleanse and detox your cells, how they can address many, many things in the body, right? Um, but what we don't really talk about in the Western hemisphere is how there's also plant medicines for the spirit, for the emotions, for the soul, yes, for the mind, yes. for the spirit body. And um, it's something that our ancestors have been doing for millennia, okay? Yeah. It's something that they have intuited into the forest, they understand very clearly which medicines do what. Yeah. And it just so happens that there are over 80,000 different plant species in the Amazon. Wow. Um, and it, these two medicines, uh, excuse me, two plants that come together, the Shakuna leaf and ayahuasca vine, mm. come together out of 80,000 plants that they somehow our ancestors were able to tie these two plants together yeah. to make a brew that... Um, works to heal deep emotional, genetic trauma, psychological boundaries, um, emotional baggage. Mm. Uh, it feels like lifetimes of just junk, yeah. mess, hurt, pain. Yes. Um, and, and it works. Yes. Um, just to sum it up, it's just the shit that you can't let go that's what grandmother helps to heal. And then like even further than that. And so I remember um, you had invited me to ceremony and it's been, it was brought up multiple times before and I've heard about it. I've heard mm. about ayahuasca before. And um, I think you had mentioned it at your retreat. You had really mm -hmm. mentioned it at your retreat. Mm -hmm. And then um, yeah, since the invitation, I was like, oh, this seems interesting. It's being brought up again, you know. If you go look, okay, I'm going to just be real. If you go and Google this shit, if you go on YouTube, like, you're probably going to get scared. I'm going to say that up front. You're probably going to get scared because there will be a lot of quote-unquote stories out there. And so when we're talking about working with ayahuasca or any other plant medicine, one thing that I really loved was that your intention is very important and your intention um, is kind of what's going to lead the journey for you. Mm -hmm. And so... You may be fearful, but that should not be your intention. Your intention should be like, I want to heal this, or I want to experience letting go of this, or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it can't be fearful. Yes, please. it can't be fearful. But I'm going to say this: when I sat in ceremony, I was definitely nervous, but I had my intention. Mm -hmm. I was definitely nervous. I had my intention, and then it was time to drink. I drink it, and at the end, I said, "Well, oh well, it's already in my body." <laughs> like, literally, Here we what go. I thought was, "It's already in my body. Let's go." That's literally what I thought, and um, I just think that's very important to say. Like, you can Google ayahuasca, and there's gonna be some things that come up that you may not like. But I'm just saying, don't let those things deter you from the medicine, because if there's some things that you think that you are really struggling with, um, emotionally, mentally. Um, psychologically, I really do believe that people say, you know, herbs are the healing for the nation. Mm -hmm. And it's very true. And so 
we can take all these pharmaceutical pills and different things like that. We can be diagnosed with certain things such as depression and other things like mm -hmm. that. But there are herbs out there for a reason. And I'm really glad that you are, because you're probably more, open. I feel like you're being more open about this. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm really happy about. I'm really happy to see that you're more open about this because I believe that people need to know more about this. Mm -hmm. And also for my sisters out there, uh, for my black woman out there, I'm glad that you're being more open about this as a black woman too. Mm -hmm. um, even though selfish is for all types of women, I just think that's very important for me because for me, um, going to sit with ayahuasca for the first time, I wanted to see people that look like me. I think that's just a natural thing for anybody. That's a huge factor. Yes. And yes. so for me, when I saw people that looked like me, I was like, wow, okay, you know, this don't allow to be bad. Like, I, I felt more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm just really happy that you're more open about it and yeah. talking about it. That's a that's a massive point that you're yeah. making. Um, and we've all kind of been talking about it amongst my my tribe. We've been talking about that, that the melanin effect of this right now, because, yeah. you know, the truth, like, like she said, once you go and Google this stuff, okay, you're going to see all kinds of stories. You're going to hear, all, you're going to assume that you probably need to spend three to $5,000 to go to yeah. Peru or Belize, right. To find some medicine man or some retreat center to go and do it there. Right. Yeah. Um, and then even with that, there's the, the language barrier. There's a mm -hmm. cultural barrier. Okay. Um, and then, you know, if you are in the Western hemisphere, uh, nine times out of 10, what you're going to find are people serving medicine that are Caucasian, that are, um, you know, Latino. Um, so it's, it's, it's very rare that you find, yeah. uh, people of color, African American, yeah. uh, or African doing this type of, of medicine. Uh, my Onanya is, uh, Guyanese. A uh, beautiful brother who also spent many years raised in Brooklyn. So, yeah. you know, he's culturally, uh, he's like, he feels like family, you yeah. know, immediately. And, um, and that makes a major difference. And like yourself, I think that was a huge part of it for me was yeah. that the moment I got to sit in ceremony, I was like, oh, snap, you know, this is, this is a brother, you know? <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay, all right, you know? And, I, and, and naturally, and I think that's just, that's just human nature, yeah. you know, especially with something like this. Yeah. That, you know, your soul is, you know, you got to go and visit your, the depths of your soul. Yeah. You know, you want to feel like there's someone who can hold you and carry you yeah. in that space. And in my situation, my very first ceremony, I literally fainted. Yeah. And, um, and he held my hand and he said, hey, girl, you all right? You know, I got you. Do you remember yeah. where you are? I yeah. got you. And I'm going to hold your hand until, until you're ready. And I was like, yeah. You know, so that that's what I think we all get nervous. You know, people say, oh, my gosh, I just want to make sure this safe space and somebody going to hold my hand and got my back. And I'm like, yeah. we got you. You know? What is, um, if I say it wrong, Onanya? Onanya. Say it again? Onanya. Onanya? Uh-huh. What does Onanya. that mean? So, uh, you know... Uh, my shaman Yawasawe, he, he he hates the term shaman. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's really been watered down. There's so many of you know, shaman, this shaman guru, this and that. Yeah. Um, but but culturally, um, um, his grandmothers they call themselves onanya. They don't call mm -hmm. themselves shamans. Mm -hmm. It's an, a, you, you're an onanya or a medicine man mm -hmm. is what that means. Okay. And now let's say that we have a selfish baby. I'm like, hmm. This is interesting you know i'm actually i think i do need something like this now what is that experience like so would you be able to describe a little bit of like how things are looked or set up or like the communal mm -hmm. vibe because that's what i get it's a community effort mm -hmm. and um you know kind of what to expect give us give us like a little journey into that visualization uh -huh. <laughs> so you know the journey uh if you will uh as olaniki olanike mm -hmm. stated you have to go in with a proper intention. Mm -hmm. And then once you um, come into the space, the goal is that you will cleanse for about three to seven days. You want to really clean your body. You want to eat really clean. Okay, You don't want to do a lot of meats, dairies, fried foods, and junk and sugar and coffee and all that. Right. So very clean. And once you come into the circle, usually never more than 15 people at a time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we keep a very intimate circle all right and you can do um private ceremonies just for yourself that is an option mm -hmm. um but most people will come into a circle 
which is beautiful. And in that circle, you'll also have people outside of the circle who we call sitters. Mm -hmm. And those sitters are trained to hold space for you in your journey. These journeys last for about 8, 9 p.m. till sunrise. Yeah. So this is an all-night journey where you're in a circle. You try not to break that circle. Mm -hmm. And you have your little pillow and blanket and you get cozy in your circle because in your circle, you'll also have in the center um, an altar. Yeah. And that altar will be fully decorated with all these beautiful candles and things that just remind you of your own spirit. Yes. And then from there, you'll have your onanya or shaman who usually is working with a tribe of trained musicians or apprentices who are mm. studying that work with him. Mm. And, and through that, you're going to hear about seven, eight hours of what we call Icaros. Mm. And Icaros means medicine music. It's medicinal music that comes from uh, Abuelita, which as you heard her say, grandmother. Yeah. Sometimes when you look up this medicine, you'll hear it uh, called grandmother or Abuelita. Yeah. And uh, we, we call it that because ayahuasca is one of the oldest female plants yeah. on the planet. So the spirit of it really holds uh, a vibration like a grandmother who's coming to get you together. <laughs> I mean, get you together, but then put that salve on top of it and smooth it on down and rock you and hold you all night long, right? Right? She's laughing because she knows how accurate this shit is, okay? It's so accurate because there will be moments in your journey where you will feel like, holy shit, and the truth drops down onto you. This is like a down, uh, 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 hours of downloading truths that you need to face. It's like facing a mirror, facing your shadow, facing your bullshit, dealing with your ego, obliterating your ego so that you can rebuild in truth and in love. And it's really going to bring down the ego just to deal in the heart. Yes. So that's really what this medicine is, uh, is about. And that the master of ceremonies or the Ananya and his apprentices the goal for all of them is to be able to read the room. And a trained Onanya has been very trained in uh, controlling the vibration of the room in such a way mm. that he can assist you in your journey. Mm. Whether there's times when you need to wake it up, whether those times when you need to simmer down, yeah. he knows how to control the vibration in the room. And my Onanya is masterful in doing that. And so, um, and sitting with him now for eight years, singing with him now, learning, singing in Portuguese all the time. Uh, you know, we ceremony um, maybe three times a month or more. Yeah. Um, and and I'll tell you, the most beautiful thing about ceremony is that in the morning, everything is always a okay. Yeah. You got your lessons. You will be able to go and process throughout the next day, sometimes in your dreams and your meditations, things will come back to you. Yeah. But this really is a spiritual hospital. Yes. And that's what you're going that's to experience. What, yeah. This is, it's, it's a, you know, I think we all sometimes just need a place to just fucking fall apart, yeah. you know? And a lot of us, you know, are no longer in the church yeah. the way that many of us may have started off in the church. A lot of people aren't, don't feel as comfortable in the church yeah. anymore. Some people, that's just not the way they want to worship. Uh, some of us aren't in the mosque. Some of us aren't at the yoga studio. Some of us, we, you know, a lot of people in the new age millennium that, you know, spiritually, we all want to connect, but we're not sure where it is and yes. what it is. Right. Yes. So for me, this is such a beautiful way that the medicine is its own entity. Yes. Um, humans are 99% connected to plants. So be yeah. clear, we share the same DNA. 99% of the same DNA mm. is plants. So these are our cousins. This is our family. And it really connects us back to our plant family, our earth family. Um, this is a way that you remove the, the pastor, if you will. This mm. is a way that you remove the middleman where you just connect strictly with the source because there's nobody telling you anything. It is you and your ori or your higher self mm. speaking directly to you, mm. downloading into you what you need to know for you because nobody knows but you. Yeah. So, you know, no one can tell you anything. This is, you know, the truth of your life and your soul and spirit at the end of the day. So... This is a spiritual hospital. It's a sacred place for you to fall apart so that you can rebuild with the heart. One thing I wanted to touch on was when you talked about um, grandmother having her own vibrational energy. 
um, plants have vibrational energy. We all have vibrational energy. I just think I really need to say that again. Mm -hmm. So the things that you ingest all have vibrational energy. So when she's talking about grandmother and ayahuasca having a certain type of vibration, there's a certain type of vibration and healing that she's bringing with your intention. She's working with the intention of your vibration as well as what you need, as well as her own vibration. All that's going to bring you something. So mm -hmm. just... Just when you're listening, be mindful of that. Like everything has energy. And so the plants that you may look at as plants and you really just think it's just there and there's nothing really happening, something's happening. Like the plant has a vibrational energy. Absolutely. And an intention. And yes. a consciousness. Yeah, yes. Check out the secret life of plants if you don't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I want to touch on is purging. The throwing up aspect because I know that people should know that. People should hear about that yes, part. They're going like, to see about it. Yes. Yeah, um, it's going to come up. I know that yes, it will. when I uh, sat with ayahuasca, I threw up five times. And um, yeah, that was one thing about the throwing up part. That's the part where I was like, I don't want to throw up <laughs> at all. Like, I know, because I don't, I don't like the feeling of throwing up. I hate it. It's, it's not fun. Uh -huh. And But how did it feel to you? In ceremony, though. I'm, I'm going to describe <laughs> it. So, like, and then I'm going to have you describe it, too. Okay. But what they describe as throwing up is getting well. And I'm going to let uh, Aki describe that. Mm -hmm. But I had a, a, while I was throwing up, the thought that I had in my mind was that I am purging and removing the past rape and trauma that maybe my grandmothers and great-grandmothers were experiencing. And so when people talk about, what is it, post-traumatic? post-traumatic slavery but like just trauma being embedded, embedded in us in our DNA mm -hmm. and so that kind of came to my mind when I was throwing up and so for me I got the reason why I was throwing up as I was throwing up I still didn't like it but it was a, it was a good reason and I was like wow all this is really connected I hear about this stuff but I didn't really understand it and so for me even though I did not like me throwing up the reason why I was throwing up I was happy to be removing that now let's talk about purging and getting well. Oh yeah, you know, this medicine is a purgative. Mm -hmm. um, this does not happen to everyone. Mm -hmm. So I want to make I that clear. That okay, there, you know, you may be in a ceremony of 15 people, maybe 12 will vomit. Um, I want to say that this also, you're not vomiting up, you know, lunch and breakfast from the day before. Uh, that it, it doesn't work that way. You are vomiting up the medicine itself. So it's not as disgusting as it may sound. It's mm -hmm. like the typical pearl, right? Yeah. Um, it's not that type of purge. Um, you will see things while you purge, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes, you, and I have felt that exact feeling of while purging, I literally could see um, what felt like an ancestor of mine. It didn't look like me, but I felt like I was her. Yeah. Um, like I've literally seen myself as someone else in a dark pit, Mm. And the feeling was that I was naked and alone, cold and scared, and that my child had just been taken from me. Wow. Like a brand new child. Wow. And I was in a pit that I had been thrown in, didn't know where I was getting out, and I was absolutely miserable. And that something about that story in my sails yeah. needed to release itself. Yeah. And I remember just purging and seeing that vision while the purge was happening. And when I stood up to complete my purge, and take a breath and get my grounding, all I could just say was, Aho, Aho, you know, Aho Matakuyasin, which means all my relations. Um, I, I knew in that moment that beyond my own intellectualizing of this circumstance, I knew that that was a memory hidden and locked in my cells. Yes. Okay. And you can't. I just don't think you can get that in a regular cycle. <laughs> I mean, it's real. impossible. I, you just can't get that. And nothing uh, that it was, Ayahuasca was described to me, it was like a three a three month of um, going to the psychologist. That's what I got in one night. Three yeah. months of going to a psychologist in one night. Yes. But just the fact that you can like purge certain experiences that are deep, 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 deep in yourself uh -huh. that you may not know subconsciously is affecting you. Yes. To me, that's amazing. To me, amazing. this is why this conversation needs to be had and why I think more people should know about this because there is this type of healing. Because for me, if you guys don't already know, my undergrad was psychology. My grad degree was in psychology. I was training to be a psychologist. But then life, you know, took its different way. I'm still, I think I'm a psychologist, but more of a social, a social psychologist. Yeah. But it's just like, even what certain things that will be in a DSM-5, I didn't really agree with, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, 
for me to see that plants can be used in a way that can help your mental health, mm -hmm. that made me happy. Mm -hmm. Because I really couldn't give an answer to somebody that may have some type of mental illness. And I'm like, well, but I really don't know what you, what you could be doing. I mean, That's yeah, right. you can That's go right. to the psychologist. Yeah, you can go get some pharmaceutical drugs, but then be on those drugs for yeah. 50, 40 years of your life. I mean, yeah. I have nothing else to say. And it makes me feel bad because I wish there was something better. But we do have something, you know, that yeah. can help. Yeah. You know, and so I think um, plant medicine, we should uh, look at it in this way of honoring it and knowing that it is here to help and heal us. And it's a, um, it's a dual effort. It's not just the medicine working on its own. You're working with the medicine as Thanks. well. And I want to touch on other types of plant medicines that are healing. Apart from ayahuasca, everybody knows about ayahuasca or is learning about ayahuasca, but what uh -huh. are the other types that are out there that people should kind of know about. Mm -hmm. So there, there are many, and I'm sure that we'll eat, we're, we'll, we're still discovering them, yeah. to be honest. Um, but for myself and my own personal experience, um, I, I have had a beautiful journey and working with San Pedro, yeah. which is a cactus plant, um, really beautiful medicine, also can be a purgative, um, something that you really want to move with. It's a really beautiful medicine for uh, also addressing pain and trauma, um, but it also um, helps to move with it. Mm -hmm. Whereas Aya, you know, it's more of a med meditational type of medicine. Yeah. Uh, San Pedro, it works best when you're able to move okay. with it. So it's great to like dance. And so it's like a movement meditation. Mm -hmm you know, that, that you use with this medicine, which is phenomenal. Yes. Um, also, there's um, uh, Changa, which is like a straight plant-based DMT hmm. right to the pineal, and it's a five-minute journey, hmm. uh, but also phenomenal. Um, there's um, Combo, hmm. which also is a purgative, a deep, deep cleanser, uh, but this, they also call it the frog medicine yeah. because it uh, creates a swelling in the face yeah. <laughs> that goes down, completely goes away. But in the height of it, you know, you have, you have a swollen face that look like a frog. Yeah. Uh, but this, I can tell there's so many medicines yeah. out there um, that deal with different levels of your mess, your stuff. You know, I saw a meme the other day I thought was super cool uh, about um, plant medicine. And it showed a guy hanging his brain out to dry on like a line wow. and he was cleaning, cleaning it. Yes. And the brain had like parasites falling out, stories falling out, junk falling out of the brain. And he said, this is how ayahuasca works on the mind. Yes. Um, I also read a meme that said explaining to someone what ayahuasca does is like explaining color to a blind person. Yeah. So it really does feel like that. And I'm sure, like, I could have told you a million things about the medicine before you said, and I know we talked about it, yeah. but there's nothing that could even prepare you yeah. for what your personal journey would be. Yeah. Um, and I think this is especially important. I want to point this out. For us, I think, as Black, Brown, Red, Yellow people, yeah. because we have kind of been in, under the guise of religion for so long, yes. right, ever since colonialism, um, that we really don't, we don't step too far outside of our religion, yes. right? Out of the Bible, out of our religion yes. to find some sort of spiritual fortitude. Yes. And, um, and I think that, you know, it's kept us in, in such a, a t uh, so wound up in it yeah. to where even things that could be helpful to us, we would close off because Very it's like, true. well, I got to talk to my past about that. And that's not or a part of it. Or they feel like they're doing, or people feel like they're doing something wrong. Doing Is something God going to hit me when I do this? Literally, I've had people tell me this. I recommend wow. go getting a reading about something. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know because, you know, God may be mad at me or whatever. And I, and I understand that's where you're at. But let me just say, we have to try new things to get new things. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like the, mm -hmm. just because you do these experiences doesn't mean that there is no God creator, whatever it is, like whatever it is that you want to believe in. That is okay. It's still, they're still there. That entity is still there, but you experiencing what you need for your healing journey, that's for you. Mm -hmm. Like you have to live this life for yourself and you have to be happy in this life for yourself. And for me, if you're going to box yourself in from things that are going to keep you away from your happiness, what is that? Mm -hmm. So I'm saying, try something different. Yeah. Step out the box. Yeah. It's all God. It's all the creator. That medicine oh, is the same. Uh, one thing I want to mention as well, um, 
you had mentioned other plant medicines and um i was able to do a mushroom ceremony mm. and um I did ayahuasca too, but honestly, if somebody were to ask me, like, which one kicked my ass the harder, I would say it was the mushroom. Interesting. Yeah. And, um, I noticed that whenever I take a medicine, I can't sit. After I take it, I literally have to get up and walk around or do something. Like, I just cannot sit still. Mm -hmm. And so the same thing happened with the mushroom. I had mm -hmm. to get up. I walked around. I'm going to tell you my experience. I got up. I walked around. And, um, I always involved my ancestors, as you guys know. And I started to talk, but it was my ancestors talking to me directly, but they were just using my voice. And um, this is how we even had the damn Selfish Babe app, because they told me to go ahead with the app, go ahead with the Selfish Babe app, blah, blah, blah. I had the idea about it, but I wasn't really moving forth on anything. But they told me, as I was in the mushroom ceremony, go ahead with the app, move forward with it. And I said, okay, cool. They had, I don't, okay, so I come from a Jamaican family, but if you hear me talking now, I don't really have much of an accent. When I was on the mushroom, straight patwa, straight, straight patwa. Okay, so I know it was just not me talking, and they curse. Okay, and that's just a natural thing. Yeah, I know I curse a lot, and so um, that happened. I like felt, I like was down. Um, I felt like I died five times. It's literally how I felt. Wow. Um, but when I got up and out, I felt very grateful to my mom. That that was just one thing I just remember. I was just. I was just so grateful for her and I was crying because I was so grateful for her. And I learned a lot of other things about myself. And then my boyfriend was there and he was able to witness just my energy. And even after that ceremony, it just, me, just me makes sense. Me makes sense to him after that ceremony. <laughs> I just say it like that. And so I learned a lot. And so I'm just saying that we're going to have different experiences with different plant medicines. Um, I don't particularly believe there's a hierarchy but I know that different plant medicines will work with you in their mm -hmm. own specific way to, mm -hmm. to dig up certain things. And I felt like for me, mushroom mm -hmm. digged up a lot. And, and each um, time is different. Yes. Yeah, I'll be but like my, my 10th ceremony was nothing like my 35th ceremony. Yeah. Right? So each cup for me has had its own journey. Whereas one night I felt completely sober and the next I was laid the hell out in mm -hmm. my 32nd ceremony, you know? Mm -hmm. So each, each time is different. Yeah, so um, I just want you guys to give it a try and to think about it if it's, if you think it's something that is for you, and again to go in to go in it with intention. But I know you guys are gonna ask me, well, well, Vanessa, uh, I am interested. So where where do we go? You know, <laughs> and I want to something I keep talk about her retreat that's coming up. <laughs> so um, if you feel called to something like these plant medicines, uh, you can actually go to uh, Cosmo therapy retreats um we're going to be doing them at least maybe 12 times a year um you can follow me at cosmotherapyretreat.com um also go to um my link in my bio that is in my instagram chef Aki. you can click there and register directly uh for the upcoming retreats yes also it's in april California? Uh, April, California okay. and uh, March 29th, Atlanta. Okay, so these are some options for you that are like, I'm ready now, ready to go now, want to learn some more information. Now, I really wanted uh, Sepsana Key to sing this medicine song. That's a song that has been sung in, sung in other ceremonies that I've listened to, that particularly ayahuasca ceremonies. And I don't know the particular name of it. All I, all I call it is like, I hear the voices of my ancestors calling. They say, listen. And it's like literally my uh, favorite song. It just feels so good. But y'all know I just have such a strong love for my ancestors. That's probably yes. why too. And so um, when I hear that song, it's just, oh, it just feels so good. It's so beautiful. And so I wanted Sapsunaki to bless y'all with her voice and her medicine and the song because this is a song that is saying in ceremony. And so I really want you guys to kind of get the feel of what ceremony could be like for you. Mm -hmm. And so if you are uh, listening, if you are watching, uh, I really want you to close your eyes. If you are driving, you know, make sure you go in a parking lot or pull over somewhere because I want you to, to close your eyes. And I really want you to feel, to feel, feel the words that she's about to sing right now and um, give you some sort of an idea of what this experience is like and, and the communities, the communal environments, you are never alone. 
and you are never alone in general. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, so this is also a song for your ancestors. You know, it's a good song to sing. Um, just just to bring about your ancestors, man. Mm-hmm. They love y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just say that <laughs> they love y'all. Whether you know it or not, they mm-hmm. really really love y'all. Um, this is the ancestor song. itself in so many different ways but ultimately it's your freedom it's your truth um and our ancestors really want that you know they really really want that and some of the things uh that may be boxing you in right now may be holding you back from your freedom and even if some of these things are some of the things that our ancestors did ultimately your freedom and your happiness they support that Mm -hmm. and um I just want to thank Aki for coming here today and, and sharing about her particular experiences with plant medicine and ayahuasca and about her facilitating this cosmotherapy retreat, right? That that word therapy is there for a reason. And if you are a selfish babe that's out there, that's like, hmm, this seems like something that, you know, I need to be at. I fully support y'all being there. I fully support y'all trying the plant medicine and seeing what it, what it does for you and your own personal healing. Um, there's so much trauma that a lot of us have experienced and we can move through it, but there may be some stuff that we just can't move through mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. And so the cosmotherapy would truly be something that I suggest that you go through to help you move through it and to see what messages are brought down to you. Like I mentioned, there will be no selfish babe at without plant medicine for me. And oh. so there's something, I, oh, I want to touch on this. That's really important for me because um, you will see this too. You will see a lot of people talk in the spiritual community that may talk about plant medicines. And um, one one guy was on a podcast and he was saying, oh, plant medicines is like the new Disney world. That's what he was describing it at. And the reason why he said this 
is because some people will go, will sit, will get messages, and they won't move on it. Thanks. I'm saying, go sit and get whatever the hell you need to get, but mm -hmm. please move. Move on the message. Mm -hmm. You got it for a reason. Like, yeah. don't just sit on it. Mm -hmm. Don't just keep on waiting. Like, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's you got it to move forward, mm -hmm. to bring it to life, mm -hmm. to bring it here in this physical reality. Mm -hmm. So please, whenever you get that message from spirit, please, 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 mm -hmm. please, I cannot mm -hmm. tell you enough. Move forward on the message because it was you. It was for you. It was mm -hmm. for you for a reason. So That's right. That's right. I'm only saying that to say. Get your medicine, but please may have it work for you. It, can, yeah. it not only because you mentioned this, you can sit one day, but it can still be working on working with you for a long time, right? That's right. Yes, absolutely. And your first, I mean, your your first ceremony. Sometimes it, it it may not get it for you. Some people say, "Well, what, what's the point of you going back over and over and over again?" People yeah. ask me that all the time. Yeah. Um, well, firstly, for me, I'm I'm personally working, but I'm also working so that I can be show up my best for for you. So you know, in your own journey, you may find that it's it's kind of like peeling an onion. You're peeling off that first layer to get down to the funk, you know? So sometimes it takes more than one cup. I have to say it's like colon yeah. therapy. It actually takes 10 to 15 colon hydrotherapy sessions to get down to the funk. Okay? Yeah. So be clear. We've got loads and loads, sometimes lifetimes of mess and junk in us. Yeah. So you, you, you'll you know, you know, when I set the first night, I knew I needed another night. I was clear. Yeah. So, you know, it just depends on where you are in your journey. So don't assume that, you know, you can just go and drink medicine and life's going to work itself out for you. No, you still have to show up and move yes. and do the work at the end of the day. People come back <laughs> because they need to be reminded of the damn work they're supposed to do because you leave, you leave ceremony and you go out and you do the, the hokey pokey and you say, oh, snap, I need to go sit with grandma all, all over again. Yes. So we can't avoid doing out. the work, y'all. There's no <laughs> magic pill, Disneyland world. You've got to do the work. Yes. Yes. So thank you uh, for joining us up snack here. I really appreciate A it. A pleasure. Um, is there anything that you want to leave, any messages you want to leave for the Selfish Babe listening before we uh, You know, I just want to say that if you're feeling called to this kind of work, um, you, you, you're going to feel a little fear, but, you know, go ahead and set your intention, regardless of your financial distress, regardless of your story, regardless of your whatever. If you feel called to do the work, mm -hmm. know that there is safe and sacred space there for you. Um, that in, the intention is pure. The intention is about the work and about assisting you in your journey. Um, so if you feel called, don't wait, don't be afraid. Um, just move on it and uh, hit me in the DM. And what's the Instagram page? <laughs> uh, you can go to my Chef Aki page. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make sure that Olenike gets the link so yes. that you can click. And yeah. <laughs> hey beautiful thank you for listening to today's episode of the selfish babe selfish talk podcast if you feel like this episode has helped you in any way and you think that it could be impactful to a girl or a woman that you know definitely send this episode to her also make sure to download our selfish babe app to receive self-love inspirational messages throughout your day found in the google play store and the apple app store you can also head over to our website selfishbabe.com to join the community find out about our self-love academy and to shop our apparel you can follow at selfish babes with an s on instagram or you can also follow me on instagram at olenigayoc i affirm that you have an amazing day i will connect with you on the next episode and i love you Mwah.